The Rothschilds. The Rockefellers. Two families with one common goal. To gain power and influence over the entire world. This episode, we're going to be talking about the Power Pyramid. Warning, what you are about to hear may open your mind to a whole new dimension. TNT Talk is not responsible for any future occurrences with the outside world. Viewer discretion is advised. And remember, these are theories, not facts. Welcome back to another episode of TNT Talk. So for today's episode for our series, we are going to be talking about what we like to call the power pyramid. So what this essentially is, is um, we're going to be talking about the two major families, um, along with another man later, but two major families that essentially run the world and you don't know. And we didn't know until we did this research. Um, But one of these families, the Rothschilds family, now I knew this name. Um, I didn't know what they did. Yeah, I've heard this name growing up. But... Yeah, yeah. Well, because, I mean, apparent, and these people are very important. Um, yeah. They own most of the world. They own Like, each... literally, most of the yeah, world. Yeah, No, it's... Yeah. <laughs> they own each and every central bank, uh, the Federal Reserve, which we'll talk about in a minute, um, and they control the International Monetary Fund. They also control the World Health Organization. Now, we all know a lot about uh, WHO because of COVID recently. Um, Trump defunded it and everything. Yeah, yeah. The World Health Organization, um, I mean, they are the ones who, like, especially with things, like, going on today, they're Mm -hmm. the ones that, I guess, make all of the guidelines, or they did before Trump, you know, did his thing, and now we kind of just only listen to the CDC. But, um They also, the Rothschilds, financed both parties uh, of every war, meaning both sides, since the war against Napoleon. So they kind of are like snakes, if that makes any sense. They're like giving everybody just a little bit so that they can get more. So in all honesty, that's good businessman moves, but snake and sneaky. Um, they also financed Hitler and the Nazis. So that is not <laughs> that, that is not it. That's um, we not won't be we will not be family. supporting the Rothschilds um, after what we have just heard <laughs> in this moment. And you shouldn't either. So um, they also financed the creators of the gas that was used in the Nazi gas chambers. So in ev- in all honesty, the Rothschilds suck. <laughs> yeah. Like they funded the Hit- they funded the Nazis and they funded Hitler and they funded the gas chambers, and then if that's not enough, um, anybody who opposes them has been ruined and killed. So if you want to be like, oh, if you want to be like us and be like, yeah, so like if they if they're if the they Rothschild this, out there listening to me, he's coming, peace out, coming. guys, because we we're gone. Also, okay, the Rothschilds estimated net worth. Is five hundred billion dollars oh. billion you know, with a B? You know how much a billion is? A million, do and then you, you have to go from a million to nine hundred ninety nine million to get to one billion. Do you know how much that is? Literally, do you there's understand? A, there's like this saying where you could spend. My granddad told me this. You could spend like a million dollars every single day from when Jesus was on this planet with like the pyramids. Go back to them. You could spend a million dollars every single day, and you still would not spend that much money. 
you still would still have way more um, money. And don't test me because if I become a billionaire, I will be eating Taco Bell every day and I will be putting a million dollars into my stomach. You will explode. You act like you wouldn't do it. True. So, <laughs> so the Federal Reserve, that is the central banking system of the United States. It's privately owned, just like we talked about, along with other central banks around the world, um, and they are not government institutions. They're owned by the most wealthy and influential families. So we talked about the Rothschilds also own the Federal Reserve, but so do the Rockefellers. Um, of course they do, right? Yeah. Um, and those two families, like we said, are the most wealthy and influential families in the world. Um, so the Federal Reserve was set up in 1913. Um, the three most powerful men uh, in the world at that time set this up and all owned about $500 million collectively, which today would equal $11 billion. So Whoa. that's a lot of money. Um, but they collectively owned $500 million back then and then started up the Federal Reserve. Um, but get this, they all three died on the Titanic. Wow. Now, um, we are hoping to come out with an episode on the Titanic soon, um, but we both have done a lot of research on the Titanic. Now, the Titanic, there's a lot of conspiracies that go in with the Titanic on um, if it actually was the boat that sank or if it was something else called uh, the Olympic, but a lot of people think that the Titanic disaster was extremely convenient and for all three of these men to die. Possibly a set. Now, now, what I'm thinking is there could there could be several ways that this goes. Either all three men actually died on the Titanic, and these important families knew that the Titanic was going to sink. Because in this research that me and Tori have done on the Titanic, which we'll be coming out with an episode probably in season two of our podcast, um, but in in the research that is in there, people uh, that lived where the Titanic was going to be like setting sail, they they knew that it was going to sink from what it looked like. It yeah. looked like people knew, like it almost looked as if the Titanic sinking was staged or that if it was not actually the Titanic ship and it was something else, it was a poorly made ship that wasn't going to make the trip. Yeah. So it sounded like these people knew. So if somebody did know and put these three men on the Titanic to die to take their reserve, hmm. then... Hmm. A little snaky. But the Federal Reserve did end up uh, starting illegally. That's what they have found. Yeah, so it was illegal. Um, Of course it was, right? The Rockefeller family, though, they made their initial fortune through oil. I remember learning about them in social studies. I do, too. I remember in my eighth grade social studies with Mr. Rockwell. (laughs) Mr. Rockefeller? (laughs) He taught me about the Rockefellers. Um... So this led, uh, with the oil, this led to massive industrial influence. Uh, they influenced the banking system, politics, and the pharmaceutical industry. Now, I completely don't understand why they influenced the pharmaceutical industry. That is medicine. Yeah. These people have no... You literally created oil. What? Because medicine is a lot of money. And But what I'm saying is, like, what do they know about, they about that? They, they don't. don't. So where does that even come from? They also founded schools and universities, the John Hopkins University, the University of Chicago, Harvard, and Yale. So we've talked about Yale before in our podcast before with uh, Skull and Bones and the Freemasons. Now, when we say, and we say this a lot, when we say 
every episode, we even see this. We are finding so much interconnected, so much, so many things that are just intertwined with each other. You know, like everything is connected. Like everything's connected. Yeah. Well, with okay, so no you're going to tell me that one of the most powerful families helped fund and found Yale University, which, which also, also ended has, up having skull and bones, yeah, which also societies. ended up having Freemasons, which also Freemasons also run the world. It just it, like it, that. There's yeah. no way that that doesn't connect. Exactly. You know? It's all like you said. It's all intertwined. Everything is interconnected. Yeah. It's like a big old knot. <laughs> right. They also founded the John Hopkins Hospital, uh, Radiation Oncology, uh, the Center, and the Rockefeller University for Medical Sciences. Um, they own the International Health Foundation, American Cancer Society, the Drug Trust, American Medical Association, and the FDA. And the FDA is the they Food own, and Drug Association. They own the American Cancer Society? Yes. Now, okay, not to, like, be annoying and, like, oh, I should have a tinfoil hat on and I have to make everything a conspiracy, but that, okay. I'm so, the cure for cancer has been found, in it my has. opinion. Mine, too. They're not going to give it to you because... No, there was a guy who found the cure for cancer and he died. Well, okay, they have had it, you know? They have had the cure for cancer, but... They're not going to give it to you because it... They make so much money off of it. They make so much money off of you doing, like, radiation. Yeah, and, like, therapies. like It's, like, all that medicine. It's It's thousands of dollars. No. Oh, yeah. I'm saying per person. Oh, who knows how much money Like, my aunt, she had, like, lung cancer stuff, had to go through... My grandma's had cancer. They all had to go through chemo multiple times. It is a crap ton of money. It is. It's it's an insane amount of money. You're going to tell me that we can do... All of this other stuff, like we have phones, like iPhone 50 billion, yeah. <laughs> we have the iPhone 59, and we don't have the cure for cancer yet that is killing so many, they not do. just Americans, but just people in the world. They have the cure for all of that stuff. They do. And it's not a coincidence that these families own these associations. It's not. Also, they own know, the FDA. You know, even though they have, what we what was it, $500 billion was yeah. their net worth. You know, even though they have all that money. Like, There's still other money no, that people don't know but about. What I, no, but what I'm saying is, like, even though they have all that money, they still, they still will not give you the cure for cancer because they don't, they don't want to lose any money. Are they just, what, I mean, what do you need that money for? Also, like, with world hunger and stuff like that, I read a statistic. I cannot remember the exact numbers, so don't hold me to this, but I read a statistic. It was, like, it would cost, like, $1 billion dollars. To end all world hunger. Yeah. It now, would. why doesn't this family do that? Jeff Bezos could do the same thing. It, so many people could, and they don't yeah. because they're greedy. Yeah. And they own all these companies the because they're people, greedy. The greediest people have the most money. And they're going to continue. It's like a monopoly. They're going to continue to buy all these things. Monopolies are supposed to be illegal, and they're not. Like, it's not really. Yeah. Like, these people can own all of these things. Um, the Rockefellers also got their medical organization where they founded vaccines that we use today, which those include Ebola vaccine, yellow fever, Zika, flu, and the Gardasil. All of these vaccines were further devoted and finished by the billionaire Bill Gates. Why does Microsoft have Have anything to do with vaccines? Because of a chip. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now that the reason that Bill Gates has so much influence in vaccines, especially... First of all, he doesn't have any medical experience. He's no. just a Microsoft dude. He does not. The and f- he wouldn't even, when the whole um, COVID vaccine, because I know it's still like, it's almost done or whatever. Yeah. But 
He won't even get... People were like, give it to your own family. Then we'll take it. And he's like, no. Yeah. Because there's like a 35% death rate. Well, and but I, I swear they're putting a chip or something, you know? If anybody listening, like, gets that vaccine, I will pray for you because you're not going to make it. You No, like... <laughs> Okay, you can't you can't give me a good excuse for why somebody who has so much to do with technology and Microsoft and all that is influencing vaccines. Vaccines. There's He's not something a wrong there. He's not a and doctor. I bet he has you no anything, medical I bet anything. you anything, COVID is not going to be the first time that he's done that. Because if he's influenced Zika, the flu, Gardasil, I Ebola, got the Gardasil shot in middle school. And a lot of people get flu shots. Like I it's don't not, get them. Here's, here's my thing, though. Like, Bill Gates... Has all this influence in technology. Then he influences in vaccines. There's no correlation between technology and medicine. Unless uh-uh. you're going to do a chip. Exactly. And they say like they're going to do like. Oh yeah we're going to get to the point to where like. When you come to the hospital we're just going to scan your arm. We'll already know your allergies. Your social security. Your birthday. So we won't have to ask you. Let me just say this. I will I not get that. Heck no. I will not be getting that. I will go to the Amish community. <laughs> I will not, go to my holistic doctor. I'm not I exactly. I'm not that's that's crazy. So with those diseases, AIDS, Ebola, Zika, um, etc., they're all patented. So when a disease is patented, it means it's man-made. Yes, you heard that correctly. Ebola man-made. was man-made. Go ahead and add COVID to the list. COVID was man-made for sure. Go ahead and add sorry, it to the list. Sorry, sorry for those of you who like are not like on that Because I know we do have some listeners that are not on that train about COVID, but I'm going to tell you right now, in my opinion, COVID was patented. It's man-made. It, yeah, it's man-made. It totally it is. is man-made. You can't have something take over the world like that and not have any control over it out of, okay, like, come on. What? Yeah. What? It was made in a lab. Oh, yeah. Autism and miscarriages along with paralysis have been common side effects for certain vaccines through Bill Gates. So with Bill Gates's vaccines, with all of those diseases that we talked about, people get autism. That's why a lot of my friends and family, no one vaccines in my family anymore. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. Like, you can't trust it. Like, None why, of my, like, why would nephew, you trust they don't it have vaccines. Point. My cousins don't have vaccines. There's so many things. There's, like, and yeah, you say, well, I have vaccines and I'm normal. Okay. They've changed. But... Yeah, I would agree. I would agree that they've changed. I mean, Vaccines we're, have we're changed. 20. They can't, and you know, you know, they probably, they probably will say, oh yeah, well we had to retouch it up in 2018 or we had, yeah. we had to do something to it. Okay. You're making all these tiny little things and it's causing autism and people to have miscarriages. Yeah. Like. And paralysis. Why and are stuff. we even taking these vaccines in the first place? Like what? Why do we need them? We don't. That's what, okay, like, a lot of people always say, like, oh, well, don't bring your unvaccinated child around my child, um, and then people are like, well, if your vaccines work, then why can't my unvaccinated child, like, people are scared of, like, things that have been, like, eradicated. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, aren't around, like, diseases that aren't around anymore, and yeah, me and Taylor are fully vaccinated, but that was 20 years ago. Well, and I would say probably that the vaccines back then, like we were saying, they were different. They're different. Um, I think that they've probably been messed with since then um, because everybody gets a vaccine when you're a child and it mm-hmm. could cause it. I think, yeah, leading causes like autism, people being on the spectrum, like issues like internally yeah. that you were not born with but got because of a vaccine. Yeah. Like, ugh, God. President Obama, he was a super big advocate for vaccines and he would show pictures of himself taking the flu shot um, and he would assure that they were safe, like tell everybody, oh, yeah, they're so safe. 
here's a picture of me doing the flu shot. Me and my family, no. we're going to go get flu shots together. Like, I, no, I just, I just disagree with that. Why is the flu shot the biggest deal every single flu season? No, I remember last like, year, that was a big deal. Everybody was every, like, flu shot! <laughs> every time during the winter, every pharmacy is like, free flu shots, flu shot. I, I don't Flu get, shot, flu shot, flu shot. I don't shot. get a flu shot. My dad got the flu shot last year and got the flu. Did he get the same strand? Because they give you, like, I've had, I got the flu shot, but got, like, different strands than what was in the flu shot. I have no idea. But you, in a vaccine, you get a little bit put in you yeah. to make you, uh, so when you get the COVID vaccine, guys, you're going to be getting injected COVID. with COVID. You're going to get COVID. But, um, I just don't personally get the flu shot because. I don't either. It I got it. Mean- I think I got it a few years ago and nothing happened. And then like the year after that, I didn't get it. I got it like back when I was like 13, I think. Mm-hmm. But I haven't had it recently. My dad is the one who got it last year because he got the flu like three times the year before that. And he got it last year and then got the flu. <laughs> so, and I had the flu last year too, remember? I had the yeah, flu and then I had pneumonia. I didn't have the flu last year, I don't think. No, you know, I didn't. Um, But the Rockefellers also are responsible for fluoride in your water. If you have been listening to our podcast for a long time, I think around the second or third episode, we talked about fluoride. Yeah. Now, fluoride is in, if you drink from city water, it is in your water, period. Uh, I drink from a well. Um, I don't. Yeah, Tori, Tori's I'm connected city to city water. water. I'm connected to uh, a well because I live in the middle of nowhere. Um, but the Rockefellers are responsible for fluoride being in your water and your toothpaste. I use fluoride-free toothpaste. Yes. But I still have fluoride in my water. I have fluoride in my your toothpaste, toothpaste. Because I didn't realize how big of a deal it was until recently and that was like two weeks ago i still have been using my toothpaste but i will be getting a new toothpaste (laughs) um but yes they're responsible for that uh which is a big deal because back um in concentration camps hitler would use fluoride he put fluoride in his water the rockefellers the rothschilds all you know influencing hitler Mm -hmm. he used fluoride in the nazi camps there is literally no need for fluoride in our water they say they say that fluoride is uh to prevent tooth decay but i'm gonna guarantee you hitler did not care about no anybody having tooth decay he didn't care about the jews teeth no he wasn't like here baby this gonna help your teeth he was gonna kill them anyway yeah like that's why would he care about your teeth he wouldn't he doesn't because fluoride is bad for you rockefellers um they were funding an experiment where Jews were going to become a master race. Oh Which doesn't make any sense if they all were funding Hitler. I don't understand. Were they trying to do MK Ultra on them or what? They probably were. They probably had influence on that. Yeah. Um, but all in all, two very, very, very powerful and wealthy families run everything. And along with them, there's also a man named George Soros. And George Soros has been in the news a lot recently. Yeah, if you, he's a politician. He's, um, he's like, uh, is he actually a politician? Like, I thought he was just an ugly man that he's like, sucks. He's like a thousand years old. He is, um, and he's a freaking god. Okay, George Soros has he's extreme, an investor. He has extreme issues. Um, his net worth is twenty five billion dollars. He was born in Hungary, uh, then he moved to England, and now he is in the U.S. Um, he prides himself in taking no responsibility in the destruction that he does. Now, when we say the destruction that he does, he likes to turn Americans against themselves. Um, now, this could be with race, uh, gender, anything that you see, violence, 
not every time is it George Soros, but you could speculate that George Soros does have a hand in it. I'm sorry, but if you look up pictures of him, he looks like he's melting. He looks like a melted candle. He looks like candle wax. He's 90, <laughs> 90 years old. He's 80 mi- He, oh God. He has, I have a quote from him. It says, I am here to make money. I do not look at the social consequences of what I do. So That's awful. Yeah, he's just, he's just trying to make as much. Like I say, they're all so greedy. It's ridiculous. He's been married like four different times. He's disgusting. He's hideous is what it is. <laughs> he funds this, uh, this organization called NAMBLA, which is North American Man Slash Boy Love Association. This is absolutely disgusting. Please prepare yourself for this. If you're not sitting down, sit down in this moment right now. Take your shoes off. Get comfortable. Listen to this. NAMBLA is an organization to legalize transsexuality and pedophilia. Let me yes. read that again. NAMBLA is an organization to legalize transsexuality and pedophilia. Tra- They're legalizing pedophilia. George Soros, one of the most powerful men in the world, is funding a yeah. funding an association that is trying to legalize pedophilia. So everyone can stop calling us crazy. Um, look at the facts and <laughs> their motto at Nambla. Listen to this. It's Listen. sex before eight, before it's too late. Sex before eight, eight years old or eight o'clock. We don't yeah, know. We think it's eight eight years old. They probably try before to mask it before it's too late. God, God, man, and it's it's insane. And that is a North American association because it's North American Man Boy Love Association. Boy love. I would just like to say, boy love is in the pedophilia like terms. Yeah, for the the, the FBI, like FBI deciphered, like mm-hmm, the dirty FBI. I don't trust nobody. I'm the new FBI. <laughs> we would die. Um, and then also Antifa. If you've not heard about Antifa, Antifa has been very prominent in the news recently. Um, they've also been trying to say that it's like debunked. Oh, that's fake news. Oh, Antifa. Yeah. Blah blah blah. That's not Antifa's real. Antifa is literally real. They're violent. It's a violent group. George Soros will promise anybody who takes part in riots. Um, okay, this does affect what's going on in today's world. I'm not saying that it's the only thing going on. Yeah, um, this is a little. This is kind of touchy. But with all the protest stuff that was going on, yes, there were people who were. I'll put it this way: there were people who were peacefully protesting in the beginning mm-hmm. for the correct things. But then yeah. when things broke out. That was not the peaceful protesters. No, that, that was the was, people that, was that were paid by George Soros, paid $50 an hour yeah. to go do that. Because if you look at the statistics in places like, I think it was like Missouri or Michigan, somewhere. I think it was Missouri, though. 80% of the people who were arrested on the protest were from out of state yeah, and did yeah, not yeah, belong yeah, yeah. in the area. Yeah, George Soros was literally paying people to drive to different states mm-hmm. to start a new riot every day. Yeah, so, I mean, if that doesn't make sense to you, that they were taking these peaceful protests, they were being done the correct way, and because I remember, I was at work, and the one in Atlanta happened, and Taylor watched it, and she said everything was very peaceful, there was nothing bad going on. This was like the first Atlanta protest, the first one. And then the... This guy gets on top of a car, right, and screams. It was and it was extremely peaceful. Everybody was fine. Nobody was doing anything wrong. And one one Atlanta's peaceful. Like like the one people. person, one person got on a car and like smashed the windows, and it went down from there. A lot of people too. I was reading tons of stuff on Twitter. A lot of people that were from Atlanta were like, "Man, 
what the blah, 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 this is not our people. We don't know what's happening. Atlanta people would not like this. This is all black-owned businesses that they've destroyed. Yeah. They destroyed black-owned businesses. Because that's what Atlanta is. Now, and we wanted to, we wanted to refrain from talking about this when it was going on. It still is happening, but when it was at its peak, when it was first starting and everybody was still freaking out, we wanted to keep from talking about it because we didn't want people to think that we were being disrespectful. Yeah. However, me and Tori have been looking into this stuff prior to when the protest started. I mean, I got this stuff on George Soros before the Black Lives Matter movement uh, came back, like, into the news. Um, And with Antifa being, like, super prominent and whatever, I was already looking at this research. We were already doing research for our series at that time. But when this started coming out, we held off on this episode because we were like, we don't want people to think, like, that insensitive and we have had a lot of people like ask us hey are you guys going to talk about this hey are you guys going to talk about this and we would say yes we are going to talk about it but we're not going to talk about it in the fashion that you want us to because we have to we we are not going to disrespect people at number one based on their color obviously the race yeah at all but number two on what they view and what they see as right and wrong because in all our place it's not it's not what we what our place through this podcast is to deliver to you guys our research that we find as true and, and what try, you can do with it. Yeah. you you do as yeah. you please. We're just here to tell the things that like we believe, and most of the time it's like we said conspiracies or like really <coughs> really dark stuff. But yes. like we're not super political people. We're not. We're not because politics are corrupted. Yeah. Um. But with Antifa and the Black Lives Matter movement, I mean, where we live, George Soros, he had, and we live in a small town. George Soros had people. We we live in a town of only a couple, about 13,000 people, but, which kind of sounds like a lot, but we live in a very small town. Every single person knows every other person. Yeah, it's like all families down here. But George Soros had people that were coming down to where we live. They had pallets of stones and bricks and people, hidden. People in Monroe saw these being delivered. Yeah, and they found them in the middle of the night. Because we're a town of small businesses. We're And rumors spread through our town very fast. And rumor had it that there was going to be a, a riot. <laughs> it wasn't well, going to we be a protest. It was going to be a riot. We were having very, like, um, <coughs> we were having peaceful protests in our town. Um, they were all, the first one was really small. But then, like, the next two had, like, Probably like fifty to hundred something people. Yeah. So they, they were all gotten, peaceful though, and they were really peaceful, and they were just going around our town square. But then this is when this stuff would like Antifa happen, and there were people who I'm pretty sure it was people who owned businesses. They saw the bricks being delivered and dropped, well, and off a bunch of people the, removed them. Yeah. Uh, Monroe citizens saw them and took them, so they took them uh, and like. I guess took them got rid of them because yeah, they didn't want nobody to get the because, right or the wrong idea. George Soros had people planted everywhere. Like it wasn't him calling the shots; it was his little minions calling the shots. Yeah, but he had like people that were going to be bussed in. I think it was like at eight p.m. on a Friday night mm-hmm. to our town to destroy our small businesses. And so people were like, "Oh my gosh, that's just a rumor." But then you found a pallet of bricks in the alley behind Wait. Scoops behind yeah. our ice cream shop. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, my God, it was actually about to happen. Yeah. But it ended up not happening because, um, like, our Monroe police officers and people like they that. They were on we, it. Yeah. Our police department was literally two, two like, doors down. Literally. <laughs> yeah. But George Soros, he also says, united we stand. 
divided we fall, which is true. United we stand, divided we fall. He's Mm -hmm. trying to divide us. Now, there is something that I did want to touch on really quick. It's called the migrant caravan. Thousands of people flooded the borders to find refuge in America and start a new life. This trip from where they were all coming was 2,000 miles. It was a walk. Oh, my God. In one and a half months. And to get there before the midterm elections to vote against Trump. Okay, this was back in 2016 when Whoa, Hillary Clinton what? Hang on. when Hillary Clinton was going to be the president. These innocent immigrants were yeah. coming to, to America, America just to vote to vote against Trump. Okay, what? now this actually did happen. This did happen. This means that they walked on average. This is the math. They would have had to walk on average 45 miles a day. Holy crap! A day. Okay. To have walked there in one and a half months. Tell me if you think that actually happened. Oh my 45 God. miles. Kids and kids and parents. 45? I don't even walk, but like maybe two miles a day. A lot of them were in flip-flops. Barefoot. 45 miles. Flip-flops and barefoot. That is bad staging. That was staged. And it was bad staging. People caught on to it too quick. These people were actually taken to the border in bands, and they would occasionally get out for photos. George Soros was behind <gasps> They the would occasionally caravan. get out for photos? They would get taken out of the vans, and they would have people taking pictures of them, walking. And on the news, they'd be like, oh my gosh, we're on day three of the migrant caravan, and all of these people are walking to America. Why and do going I not to vote. remember this? Be- Dude, w- first of all, number one, we were not political in high I school was either. Fift- we were 2016. Or I was... Yeah, I was 15 when this 2016, happened. 2016, so. we, we were not here. Um, but there are videos of people getting paid for doing these things, um, like acting like they walked from the SORAS organization. And a lot of these people had colored wristbands so that they were easily identified by their payers. And the oh, news stations knew God. who needed to be filmed. But we <gasps> talked about the news stations being involved with CIA. So the news stations were in on this. Oh, my God. The only people that weren't in on this were the American people. Oh, Oh, my God. Y'all need to just rewind <laughs> and listen to that. That, oh no. My they had God. colored wristbands on so that the news stations knew who what? to video. So, like, there would be kids and, like, they would be, like, on their mom's back. They would have a wristband on so that they would video, oh, this mom's been carrying her daughter for 45 miles. Like, I don't understand, though. Like, why would they? Why? To why get money. They- because they didn't have any I know, money. George yeah, Soros was taking advantage of these gosh, people. Gosh, that's terrible. Why would he do that to those people? Because George Soros because sucks. That's not. They can't do like. Th- if I, you God. don't have like, if you don't have any money for you and your family, and like somebody offers you, hey, fifty bucks an hour. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna. Yeah, take and it. then I bet as soon as they came over and they did that kind of stuff, I bet he'd be like, oh well, you're an illegal immigrant. Get out, and yeah. probably and probably try to freaking get them removed. Yeah. Now, many of the cameramen were accidentally caught on camera by others. Oh. So, yeah, that, I, I'm not exactly sure why I didn't know about this until I started researching. Um, But I did find videos and interviews and things like that with these people. And these, these kids, you could tell they had not been walking. You know, you're in flip flops. You're not dirty. Why are your legs clean? Why do you not have dirt all over you? What, what, you don't look like you've been walking for a month. First of all, 45 miles a day. First of all, how would, I'm sorry. A lot of people wouldn't survive that (laughs) 45 miles a day. And I'm pretty sure that was without sleeping. Yeah. There's no way. No, no breaks. Nobody would survive. There were no water (laughs) bottles. Nobody had any bags. Nobody had 
bags for anything. There were no, no water bottles, no food, nothing. They were just walking for a month and a half. You're going to tell me that you were just walking for a month and a half with a wristband on you and you look clean? Oh. Whoa. Yeah. Crickets. Yeah. Crickets. Um, and then they were like, oh, my God, they're throwing tear gas at us. They were trying to say that, like, at the border, that Americans were throwing tear gas at them. Just, like, straight up, like, redneck Americans. No, Americans, like, like, like police officers, oh, like, okay. people like that. Oh, my God, they're throwing tear gas at us, and we're just trying to, we're just trying to live our lives on America. No, these people didn't really actually want to, like, to immigrate to the U.S. They, they were just to trying get, to get their money they because they don't have any. Yeah. Which is... Dude, 50 bucks an hour? Yeah. No, these people were being paid to look like they were miserable. They took smoke cans and placed them in places for pictures and no tear gas was used. And Trump stated that when all of this came out and he got heat for it. Oh, my God. He... Trump took the heat for saying, this is not actual... To, what are you guys talking about? This is not tear gas. And... Everybody was like, we have tear gas on us. They're throwing them at our kids. And blah, 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 blah. My little girl has tear gas on her. She's crying. Bad actors, number one. Paid actors. This doesn't happen Bad just acting. now. We will probably talk about in season two even more stuff that George Soros yeah. has infiltrated. That's like insane. other shootings and things like oh that. Oh my god, I'm literally in shock right. right now. Trump literally was like, oh, that's not tear gas. I have no idea what you're talking about. And everybody's like, oh, you're the freaking worst. You're the literal worst. And like, I you're get racist. it. I get a lot of people hate him. I, I, whatever. Whatever. But he literally was like, that's not tear gas. And everybody's like, you're the freaking worst person I've ever met in my life. You hate everybody that's not you. And so, in all honesty, the mainstream media was biased, which is not surprising because the mainstream media is always biased. Especially, no offense to if we do have Democrats that listen to us, but it is toward the Democrat side. Mm -hmm. Biased in that way. And I don't define myself with a political party because I just don't like politics. I'd say independent. Yeah, independent. Go but, Green Party. Save the <laughs> earth. Save the trees. Jill Stein. Isn't it Jill Stein? I think so. Wait. I don't know. If Jill Stein's Wait. bad, never We mind. conservatives. I don't know. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> We're conservatives. <clears throat> Anyways, the the mainstream media is always like biased toward, especially now, in my opinion, yeah. the Democrat side, mm-hmm. um, the left's. But, uh, I mean, what, what, what do you not, like, there's nothing you can say about that, you know? that, yeah. Like, there's, Sorry. You, Sorry about it. Like, you, you can't be like, uh, no, actually, everybody's always talking about how much they love Trump. There's I a new hashtag about how much people hate Trump every, every day. day. Every day. Every day. Yeah. Every day of our lives. Why are you singing? High School Musical. We don't have time for this. <laughs> we really don't. We got to wrap this up. But anyways, guys, please stay tuned for our next episodes in our series. We are about to wrap this series up. Um, and yeah, so here's our closing for our next week's episode. Next week on TNT Talk. We're going to be exposing the real truth on American politics and its influence to the mainstream media. And this will include our current president, President Trump.